On the 105th episode of Fantasy Lens, we talk about a surprising week nine because Julio Jones actually scored a touchdown. Anthony gloats about the Saints for a little bit. Uh, and then we move on to week 10 where we talk about some of our favorite matchups and not so favorite matchups of the week. And then we go on to our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and the impossible has happened. Who did Jones score a touchdown? Oh, that, yeah, finally. Yeah. I mean, it was like the one week where I didn't need it in the league where I have him, but glad to get that little extra insurance, and it's just happy. Maybe he gets on a streak now. No way. I think he does. I mean, really? the Falcons are coming back. They're looking good. Ah, screw the Falcons. They played against the Redskins team that was... uh Continuously just decimated on the offensive side, which allowed, uh, defense to feast on them, and then... I mean, first place Redskins. In the NFC East. Don't be too happy about that. Um, but, I don't think he's gonna, I mean, look, he's gonna get the yards. He's just, he's not, he's just not a guy who's gonna consistently get you touchdowns. I don't care. I'm not, this is, this is... really have to fight for this one. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna be like, they find him in the red zone all the time because that's not what happened here and that's not what's going to continue. So, this is the only touchdown he scores, you think, or he scores? So you're, yeah, you're not saying touchdown revolution? No, no revolution. Touchdown, touchdown revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sound of that game, but uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's just uh, he'll end up with like three. I think that's it. As always, um, <laughs> like every other, yeah. Game. Uh, I mean, let's go to uh, the other huge story of the week, and that's uh, Nick Mullins just wrecking shit. Actually, no, that's not. But I was going to say the uh, the Saints-Rams uh, game, I guess, was probably uh, the big story of the week. Anthony, just you want like 30 seconds to say your shit. Yeah, get it all out. And then we don't have to do it ever again. All right, I'll get it out. Um, let's just say it when they were up 35-17 to 17 at the half, I was, of course, still nervous. I was walking my dog, just like, ha- figuring out how they can need to win the game. And of course, everything just went downhill and it was 35-35. But I think they found a way to win. Uh, it, they definitely show that they could play with the Rams. Uh, they can win in multiple ways, uh, by beating the Ravens the way they did, coming back a hard fought, a hard fought comeback. The Vikings was a tough game and then the Rams. I mean, they could basically compete with just about anybody now. So I really like what I saw from them. I just want to see a little more, of course, as usual, from the defense. So, but I mean, it was nice to see. It was nice to take them down. But you know, just I don't know, just really good to see that. They're having the same season as last season, where they uh, terrible the first like three games and then just went on an absolute roll. Well, that's what I'm so hoping. hopefully you just don't get another miracle play in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that doesn't come down to that. Yeah, hopefully um, you don't get your soul crushed. It was very soul crushing. Um, it was pretty bad that that game. I still have never watched the replay of that. I've only what? seen you never seen the sideline sound. Nope. Re- crowd. Nope. I've never watched a replay of that play. Um, since that happened. That's okay. I've watched it like eighty five times for you. Yeah. I'm sure a ton of people have watched it. I mean, I've seen... Like, like I, all the crowd videos and everything. I've seen, like, the start of them, and then I would just change the channel, 
or if it was on like Facebook or whatever, I would just like scroll away because I just didn't. I never want to see that. It was very heartbreaking. And um, so, uh, but I guess keeping in line with the Saints, I mean, they just signed Des Bryant, so that's just um, another body on the field that people are going to have to account for, which I think just makes that offense even more dynamic. Yeah, right. It's a pretty low uh, pressure signing. I mean, if it doesn't work, you could just cut him. Who cares? If it does, then you got a nice possession receiver and a nice, like, um, I don't know, Jimmy Grammich type uh, red zone guy. Yeah, I mean, he knows why he's here. I mean, I don't think I think Talk he was a lot a, of shit. I think he was a bit humbled <laughs> by um, you know being cut, not being picked up by a, a contender, and you know now has a chance to you know contribute on a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. So I really think he knows where he's going to fit into this offense, especially someone like Drew Brees and Sean Payton can sort of keep him, I think, in check if just in case. But I just think he's going to be a great addition for the second half of this second season. I, I love it. And you know how I love a narrative, and especially a revenge game narrative. They play in Dallas <laughs> at the end of the at the end of November. This guy so. can't help him. He can't help himself. Those revenge games. I mean, I'm definitely. I mean, I have him in one league, and I'm definitely playing him that week. Oh yeah, you're a re- revenge game specialist. <laughs> yeah, you really are. I'm, although I'm not gonna lie, I probably will play him in the league. I grabbed him in uh, versus Dallas because that's just you have to. How do you not? Right? Exactly. Uh, I mean. The Demarius Thomas revenge game was looking real good that first quarter, and then they just never passed him again. Yeah, what happened? I mean, three receptions for 61 yards in the first quarter, and then pff, nothing. I mean, it was all DeAndre Hopkins after that. Yes, it was. Um, let's see. what. Uh... Speaking of another Saints guy, um, on a fantasy level, what do you do about Ingram? That's what I, I was uh... going to bring that up, too, because I'm, I have no idea. I'm, you know what I'm concerned with is that they're using, uh, Mark Ingram only between the 20s. And even then, like, Kamara still, like, gets a lot of, like, the, like, the passing downs and whatnot. So, honestly, I, if you have Mark Ingram, I don't, don't drop him, but I couldn't. Well, yeah, I don't drop him, but. There are people. Do you who, start, he was like an automatic start two weeks ago, you were thinking. At least. Well, yeah. Well, the first Did you game, change that philosophy? Yeah. I mean, the first game he came back, I knew for 100% they were going to get him involved immediately. So then after that, of course, everyone's like, oh, man, he's the goal line back, blah, blah, He's not the goal line back. Kamara's the goal line back because Taysom Hill's the goal line back. Like, it's it's not Ingram. And right now, I have him in two leagues, and I'm sitting him in both because I just can't trust him right now. It's, it's all Kamara. I think the biggest disappointment with him is he's not getting any – He's not getting involved at all in the passing game. And he is a very good pass catching back. But like when you, when you're comparing yourself next to Kamara, there's like a couple backs in the league that compare pass, <clears throat> sorry, pass catching wise. There's like Gordon and McCaffrey. So yeah, I feel I, like we forget that Ingram is a very good pass catching back. Yeah. Last year he was really great at the passing mm-hmm. game. But you know what also I think hurts him as well is that they've also created a lot of these plays with Taysom Hill that have sort of, I think, hurt his value. Because when Taysom Hill is in there, Kamara's, Kamara's in there, not Ingram. So it's just, it's just less, you know, less snaps that he's getting or less touches that it's looking for him and more for someone else. So 
I I could not start him with confidence right now. Sorry, I forgot to say Gurley in the pass catching backs too. Um, just they didn't hunt. want to leave him out there. Because they hunt, <laughs> hunt as well, actually. But yeah, true. I, although it took him a little little time in the season to start catching passes. I think that was not yeah, but now he's just that's not hurdling guys. Yeah, that wasn't his fault though. I think that was just gameplay. No, no, not well. I'm not talking. Yeah, I'm not talking about. It, well, that's what I'm saying. Ingram is a good passing, catching back, and it's not his fault that he's not getting them. It's just but I guess backs that are in the situation where they catch a lot of passes. Yeah, okay. All right, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, but like I said, I, I don't trust Ingram right now. I'm sure you, I could assume you guys aren't either. Basically. No, I have him in one league, and I'm sitting him over for um, Jones Aaron. on the Packers. Yeah, I, I can't blame you. I can't blame you. Um, alright. The, let's see, what else? I mean, the Falcons, I know Anthony, you poo-poo them because you're a Saints fan, but they, they're looking really good the past, uh, what, three weeks, three in a row. They're getting Deion Jones back, they signed Bruce Irvin, defense should get a little bit better. Um, are they too far back? No, I mean, for Or the, is this gonna be three teams from the NFC South again? Uh, it's, it's definitely gonna be three teams from the NFC South. Um, Cause the Panthers look like the team no one wants to play right now. They're just nasty. Only one team is going to make it out of the... East. The, the East and the, and the West. Um, it all, it really... I mean, if Nick Mullins just goes on fire. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. I think the Seahawks still have a chance. I don't think so. I mean, they look okay, like, but... I don't think they're gonna. There's definitely gonna be three teams coming out of the South. I I just don't see it happening any other way. I don't know. That's just what I, from what I'm seeing. From what obviously Carolina and New Orleans look like the teams that are locked in. And yeah, the so writing off the Packers and the Seahawks, pretty much. There's nobody else that's really um, in contention. I mean, Bears and Vikings. Oh, yeah, but I well, think Bears oh, probably gonna win the division. Be- yeah, it's Bears. Oh, Vikings. Yeah, sorry. I completely forgot about Vikings. It's, it's, yeah, I think that's kind of ridiculous to say we're writing off all those teams. I'm going to. I'm going to say Falcons again. I, I don't want to, but I really, the way, I, the way John's, you know, just said, those, the Falcons have looked really good and that offense looks pretty, you know, pretty ridiculous right now. They, they just handed 400 and something yards, I think, on the Washington Redskins, which wasn't that terrible of a defense. Coming into that that game, they they just seem to put you know teams out. So and that was away from their dome, which you know everyone always says you know they're good in their dome, but they went to Washington and they just fucking wrecked house. Uh, speaking of teams still going streaking, uh, um, what? Nope. Misses misses it between Chicago and Minnesota. I think we lost you there for a second, Brian. Yeah, uh, say it again. Sorry. Chicago and Minnesota. Who do you think loses it between Chicago uh, and Minnesota? Who uh, do you think three teams are coming out of the South? I mean, if I had to pick one, probably Chicago. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll hold up. I mean, their their defense looks. You know, I'm not going to talk about playing against Buffalo and Nathan Peterman, but uh, you know, the defense looks good, but I don't think the offense can withstand it. I think that they'll be more balanced in Minnesota. Yeah, I think they'll start to crumble as the season goes along. Not crumble totally, but they're not going to hit 10 and 6, I don't think. And I think you're going to need to. Yes, I agree. All right. Uh, speaking of another team that's going streaking, the Texans won again. They're, they're just, uh, six straight going right? nuts. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, they're grinding out these wins, but who cares? They're winning and they, 
look like they might be starting to walk away with this division, especially if they uh, win coming off the you know, off their bye next week. I mean, why who they got? Oh, the bye. I was saying who they got after the bye. Oh, anyway, after the bye. Oh, I'll get to week eleven in a second. But I'm just saying, like the six oh, and I three. You, I thought you meant like you knew because like mm-hmm. you seem like you were about to like try and finish a, a thought there. No, I'm just saying, like, they look like if they win coming out of that bye in 7-3, and three, I don't think that any of those teams are going to be able to catch them. Like, I don't think Jacksonville's good enough offensively or mm-hmm. even defensively, you know, right now. But, um, and Tennessee, yeah, they look good beating the Cowboys, but I don't know how I feel about them at all. So, um, Houston is playing. Why can't I find them? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like every Washington. time I see them, they're playing another really shitty team. What, Houston? Yeah, like, have they, who, have they played one good team this whole season? Besides the Patriots who they lost to? Well, if you consider the Colts, okay. <laughs> and then they, they beat the Colts, they beat the Cowboys, they beat the, the Bills, they beat the Jags, the Dolphins, and the Broncos. So, it's not like they have anybody hard yeah, the rest true. of the season either. They have the Eagles and Jaguars as their last two games, but, Redskins, Titans, Browns, Colts. I mean, no bad teams, but I feel like. They're no gimmies, but, you know, I mean, if they had the Saints fucking scheduled and shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like, imagine if they had to play Saints, Carolina, and all, all those teams. I feel like that whole division, if they had to go against the, the NFC South, would just, they'd all be two-win teams. I think just outside of a couple teams in the AFC, it's a pretty weak conference. Oh, for sure. So, um, yeah. But what was I gonna say? <laughs> oh, um. So, and also, like, just doing like a uh, fantasy relevant kind of thing on the Texans. Uh, Demarius Thomas looked really good for the first quarter. They forced, they got like you know those first fifteen scripted plays or whatever. Got him the ball three times. Made made some plays, and then just kind of disappeared. Yeah, I mean, I would still. If you were playing Demarius though, last obviously it was frustrating. Like you see, like oh yeah, three for sixty-one. You're gonna, you think you can get a hundred plus, maybe a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you only end up with, um, you know, what seven and a half yeah. points. But I think if you said before that game how many points do you think Demarius is gonna get, you probably would have said eight nine points. Probably like seven, yeah. Seven, so eight, you know, he probably he he met expectations. I think for game one. So give him a bye week, let him learn that system a little more, and I think he comes back uh, week 11, and I think maybe he has maybe just a little bit, you know, a few more catches, maybe like 70, 80 yards. So. Yeah. I say try to trade him. Oh, I say unless Kiki doesn't come back this season, which I don't know what's going on with his lingering injury, but oh, I think when he comes back. Wing fucking lingerers, man. Yeah, much very lingering. Um. I don't know. I just don't really like Thomas much. Yes, you you both made it very clear how much you dislike Thomas. <laughs> um, let's see. Up his career fantasy, but just right now, I just I don't know how much he is. Oh man, he's starting him down the stretch. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, any other uh, week nine uh, storylines besides the Vikings getting like a bajillion sacks against the Lions? Um, no, I, I say we just move forward. I mean, I'll, I feel like you want to talk about Le'Veon Bell actually now being uh, seen working out in a Pit- Pittsburgh fitness center. Also, he just tweeted like an hour ago, like a me- two tweets that with the letters upside down. 
which I don't know how he did that, but it was a very cryptic, like, like if you took the time to read this, uh, you have time to listen to my whole message and like, I don't know, it was weird. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, one of those, if you're reading this, I already gotcha things. Yeah, something if you're like taking that. taking the time to read the, I don't know, he's annoying, who cares? Who cares, Le'Veon, either play or don't, I'm over you. There you go. Um, alright, I say we move on to... Oh, wait, actually, oh, one, one, one last thing is, uh, I was a huge fan of this week's, uh, throwback celebrations. Michael Thomas did the, the Joe, Joe Horn, did the Joe Horn uh, cell phone celebration, and Kevin Biad, uh, did the T.O. uh, celebrating on the star. Oh, that's right, I And did that. not get decked by it, which was kind of a shitty look by he the got, Cowboys. He got pushed, but that was about it. Dude, you... How do you not just, like, take off the guy's head? You said he was expecting it. Um, yeah, I don't know. All I know is, um, that Joe Horn celebration was funny, and I like it. Where do you find a fucking flip phone? I don't even, you can find flip phones places. And anyway, you find eBay. Um, you have millions of dollars, you find your way to get a phone. Anyway, uh, I loved it, and I laughed, and then I'm like, ah, shit, like, that's 15 yards, like, at a really poor time. I know we were up by, they were up by 10, but like, that was just poor timing. But it, it, well, I don't know. The game seemed out of reach. Yeah. It also, it felt like it seemed out of reach when it was thirty-five fourteen. And um, well, but, yeah, but they were up by ten with like two minutes left. It was like three and a half minutes, and you know they they can score pretty quickly. So whatever. It didn't, it didn't turn out bad. So in hindsight, I really 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 like it. I just <laughs> hope someone on the Dolphin is the game, is the Dolphins a uh, Packers game in Lambeau? I think it is. Someone should, if someone on the Dolphins can actually score a touchdown, they should, uh, moon the crap like Randy Moss did. Oh my god, I remember. Oh, I thought you were gonna say get a Dolphin for the end zone and, uh, <laughs> okay, do a nice yeah. little Ace and Shore celebration. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you can get a Dolphin into the Where stadium. did they put that pool? Yeah, that's... I don't, I, that's, that's an Ace Ventura. That's thought, really the only plot hole with that movie. That's, yeah, I know yeah. that's the only plot no, hole. I think so. Where, <laughs> where did they put, <laughs> the rest of the movie is foolproof, but where did they put that pool for the dolphin celebration? Nobody questioned that? I guess my, when I was little I watched it, I didn't really know too much about football celebrations, so I just. Yeah, you don't question those. Yeah, things. it's like a lot of like high priced seats that, that are taken away by a freaking dolphin. <laughs> yeah, right? Get these Get this dolphin out of my five thousand dollar. I don't know about five thousand dollar seats in Miami. Boom, roasted. <laughs> um, right. seats now in um, I think it's Cleveland or something. They're trying to they're trying to mask the feel of uh, what basketball floor seats bring you. So they put like a a section where there's a bunch of lazy boys. And you could kind of see over the people on the field and they try to get people not to, on the field not to stand in that section. So it gives you like a floor seat feel. That's weird. I forget what stadium it was. That's weird. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, they give lazy boys to the people in the stands? No, like they have a section of like lazy boys and it's feels like it's more on the field than the other sections. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. It's, like, in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of the start, of, like, the beginning corner of the end zone. Yep, I know exactly. I can't, I know it's, I don't know what stadium it is, but I know which one you're talking about. I like, I think it's Jacksonville that has, like, a pool that you can hang out in the pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have the pool. I'm okay with that. I'll watch the football game from a pool. Yeah, I mean, it's not like any of us are going to experience any of these things. These are just for, these are for the elite that, um, we are not, so... (laughs) 
First off, I I don't think you have to be elite to go into a a Jacksonville pool. Yeah, I, I actually was gonna agree with John on that. So. You probably could pr- get those tickets by like a hundred bucks. <laughs> All right, I think a little more to get in the pool. You probably have to be a member of something. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's just tickets. You probably have to like be like a Jacksonville member, or I don't know how much that membership costs. So, <laughs> but or like go on a business trip or something. You gotta get a mustache ride from their owner. <laughs> okay, all right. That's, I mean, that's a, uh, it's a pretty exquisite mustache. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Deep price to pay for that pool. That's why there's not that many people there. Um, all right, can we, can we move on to the, uh. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, all right. The, uh, I guess it's not for this week since they're on buy, but for the following weeks, the Tyler Boyd, Boyd, is he, uh, good enough to, to be the number one receiver in, um, in that offense, and can John Ross step up to fill that Tyler Boyd number two hole a little bit? Uh, I mean, number two hole sounds weird. Yeah, um, I hope Tyler Boyd can. <laughs> I really hope he can. I mean, he's looked good, um, but now he's going to have a lot more focus on him. So, um, I mean, he. He gets a good week. I mean, he's, yeah, he's going up against Lattimore versus the Saints, but I mean, I think he'll find some space, uh, to play. Cause I don't think, I don't think Lattimore, maybe Lattimore will shadow him, but, mm. um. I mean, it's not like he's shut down or anything. No, he's not. Not, um, not, well, not this year at least. Um, but I, I like Boyd. I think what I've seen from him, even with, with Green out, I think he'll still be a very productive receiver going forward for the rest of the season. I don't know what else. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a locked-in wide receiver, too, with one upside. He's got, what, like two games where he completely disappeared and had five points, and then the rest are over 20? Or like three games where he disappeared and had five points? Something like that. I'm pretty sure his schedule is actually pretty nice, like, leading up into, like, the fantasy playoffs and everything like that, if I, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, let me just check really fast, because I was, I was thinking about making a trade with him. Like to get rid of him for someone. Obviously, no one likes no one likes Boyd for some reason. But uh, his week, yeah. So really, yeah. I've tried to trade Boyd for weeks now. Apparently, oh, I've uh, tried to trade for him. Oh, no one wants no one wants Boyd. I don't know what understand it. But uh, wait, right, so, in in the podcast league? No, 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 no. I don't have it in the podcast. Here we uh, do. Oh, oh, I would love. Yeah, I have actually no. Oh, that league. Yeah, don't trade him. Yeah, no, no. I mean, we can't, we can't, we can't use him. He just sits on our bench because we have Why? Antonio Brown, Adam Thielen, and Rob, Bob Woods. Oh, we'll put him in. What do you mean? Why can't you put him ahead of Bob Woods? He definitely has more points than Bob Woods on the season. No, he doesn't. I I assure you, he does. I mean, I can look right now, but look I don't. Unless, unless look Woods didn't up. have a buy yet, I'm sure he's averaged more. Points. Oh, the Rams definitely don't have a buy. Haven't had a buy yet. So but anyway, all right. What I was trying to say is. His schedule is pretty favorable leading into the playoffs. So he has New Orleans this week. Baltimore is a little tough, but uh, he did did do well against them. Uh, home against Cleveland, home against Denver, Chargers, Oakland, and then Cleveland. I think that's a pretty decent schedule for him going into the playoffs, like for the rest of the season. So I think he'll find space to, you know, be a good wide receiver too. Uh, for any With one upside. Yeah, for for any teammate, you know, make it looking like they're going to make the playoffs. How long is uh, Green supposed to be out for? Three, uh, they said they said like at least a couple weeks, and then he shouldn't. 
he shouldn't need surgery, but they'll like need to reevaluate. So it could be a, one of those linger things again. And if for some, I mean, they are five and three, right? If they start fading, like not, you know, I they're the possibility maybe they shut them down. But as long as they stay relevant, I think they're the possibility Green comes back or tries to come back. Um, oh, I don't. For some reason, I thought John might have been looking at that those Bob Woods stats, but I'll I'll take a look. What? No, you said you were going to do it, so why would I do it? Because I was looking up Tyler Boyd stuff. <laughs> yeah, so you. I was looking, looking up, up Boyd stuff. You were looking up Boyd and then Bob. All right, calm down. So, uh, all right. Um, let's see. What else we got? All right. We, we didn't really talk about it, but Nick Mullins looked uh, fantastic, a lot better than CJ Beathard. The, does this uh, make – I mean, obviously you're playing Kittle because he's one of the best tight ends in the game. Yeah. He's like a uh, like a Travis Kelsey light. Um the I mean, does Pierre Garcon become playable? Goodwin? No. no, I mean that was a nice catch and run on that one play, but it was broken down coverage. Mm-hmm. And besides that, he made what he had two more catches for maybe like twenty yards. So. Yeah, like that was a nice catch he had this entire season. Don't think about playing him. Broken down coverage. From the Raiders. Let's just remember that. The <laughs> Raiders, who look like complete garbage, who would probably get wrecked by uh, by Alabama right now. Like, I'm not sure why anybody would even pick him up. <laughs> okay. All right. Just asking a question. Yeah, maybe you're busy. Yeah, yeah, maybe John. maybe you're uh, got a lot of buys, or maybe you're, you're you're struggling for receivers or something. I don't know. Just asking. Yeah, John, struggling for receivers. Pierre Garcon. Yeah. <laughs> And I still love Pierre Garcia. Alright, any other play? What, what about you guys? For what? Like? No, just players, bro. Players to pick up or yeah. like? Or just players that you like this week or whatever. I don't know. Brian, what do you got? Just players. I think this was your thing, like, oh, I don't want to do games, so let's do the, like, players. Yeah, shut up, John. I'm just saying. I was, I was, oh, hey. but it's I was, like someone's a little defensive about their uh, suggestion. I was busy looking up Bob Woods and Tyler Boyd, and right. Brian, you were correct. He actually Boyd has point five more points per game. So hey, okay, hey. well, it's not like it's a big difference. No, so. I know. It's, it's play right. either of them. Is it only a two? I have not looked at our league. Is only two? I only drafted it. Is only a two wide receiver league? <laughs> yeah, no, it's two wide receiver and a flex. That's why it's Brown and Thielen every week. Obviously, okay. how's our team doing? Six and three. Six and three. Oh, I think a pretty good draft, except for uh, what? Who would I screw up on, Cook? Well, yeah, screw up on Cook. I mean, that was not your fault. He just got hurt, and now he looks back. So, I mean, he may. Uh... I think Ho- Hogan was. Uh... Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, but I dropped. Are... I dropped Hogan for Boyd. So, oh, okay. so, so, so it worked out. <laughs> Yahtzee. And then uh, the, the Mahomes over. I mean, we have Mahomes and Brady, and Mahomes oh, yeah. has played every I, I week. Played Mahomes every every game. Yeah, Brady just sits on, sits on the bench. It's hilarious. That's what I do. I drafted Mahomes and Wilson in my one league. I started Mahomes week one, and I haven't taken him out. Yeah, why? I mean, the dude's a beast. Um. All right. So players this week that I sort of like. Um. Obviously, we're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about like the standard. Um, you know, big name guys. Um, although I actually really do like, um, David Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. because, uh, like Byron Leftwich became their offensive coordinator, I want to say. Yes. And <laughs> he has really 
talked about getting him involved, getting him a lot more plays in the passing game, which, I mean, look, even if he only ends up with maybe 70 or 80 total yards, he's I he's going to be involved in that passing game. I mean, he's going to catch four to six passes a game, and that's going to keep him like in that RB2 stat on a shitty fucking offense. So I really like David Johnson. I've actually been trying to get him in a couple leagues, but everyone's value still seems really high on him. So, I mean, that's good for them. But He was also um, getting a lot of touchdowns before this week, like won a game. Um, but you're right. It was Byron Leftwich's first uh, game there. He tied his reception yardage total on the year, which is only 41, but it's still – a step Better in the than, right direction. Uh, That's what I'm saying, yeah. He was doing. So I think Leftwich is a good, um, you know, is, is good for David Johnson in that offense. Also, just a, just a quarterback, college quarterback legend. Oh man, I remember when they, was, it was him, right? When they, they carried him. They carried him because he broke his shin or something. He, and, yeah, man, that's, that's fucking dedication right there. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like David Johnson now and actually going forward for the rest of the season. All right. Uh, also, uh, just uh, another running back that's possibly black. It possibly back. There you go. Did you say possibly black. I oh, know. I mean, he's definitely black. Um, <laughs> is uh, Duke Johnson? Duke is back, baby. Is he? Is he back to his uh, ways of last year of just being a steady, you know, fifteen point per game guy and just anchoring your team? The Duke is back. Another new offensive coordinator, and he's just rolling the Duke, baby. Love it. I know Brian's Rolling the Duke. That's a saying, right? Yeah, it's it's absolutely a saying. It is now. <laughs> I know you were upset, Brian. Um, Very upset, yes. But you can't blame, you can't blame Duke. You gotta blame the coaching. Obviously. No, I know. I'm not mad at our man Duke. I'm just upset that I, I had him. And dropped him and had him and dropped him and had him and dropped him. I've just been playing this. I've just been doing this whole dance with Duke all season, and no one else has picked him up. I've just been dropping him and picking him up, and now somebody finally picks him up because he had um, some buys and had to start somebody, so they picked him up and started Johnson, and now they're not going to drop him. Mm-mm. So now I don't get my Duke back. No, you lost Duke forever. <laughs> Bring back my Dukey to me. Yeah, to I do. Me. I do like him. Uh, who are the Browns play this week again? They are, uh, are they in a, are they in a bye? Oh no, Falcons. Oh my god. Um, yeah, that's oh, actually great. Wow, there you go. Falcons have been the worst Against... defense, um, for pass catching back yep. for like 40 years now. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's a, such a great match. I was actually really disappointed when Chris Thompson ended up being inactive last week. Probably will be in an active this week too. I see in an active. Inactive. Yeah, he's gonna be in some active. So he'll be inactive this week as well. But like, I was so mad because, of, like you said, the Falcons are terrible at pass catching running backs. So another great game for Duke this week. Probably his price and fantasy, probably uh, daily fantasy, probably shot up after last week. But I think still a good play this week. Um, anyone else? Uh, All right, Brian, what did you got? What you got? What you thinking up up in your brain? Um, Duke Johnson. In my brain? Oh no, just like so, any any well, like any Duke players. Johnson. Well, I know six, you. I like having a uh, six for sixty type game. But you weren't asking me about Duke Johnson, oh, were you? Fuck. No one. I mean, no oh, one asks God. about Duke Johnson. You just talk about Duke Johnson, and John just <laughs> hurt himself somehow. Charlie Harris? No, I just slant. Like we have, like you know, we have these uh, the mics that you um, 
that go from the table up and they have like the articulating articulating arm and there's like a uh, like a sharp metal piece, and I just slam my elbow into it. Oh yeah, that looks pretty. That looks pretty painful. Yeah. Um, I get I get hurt a lot on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, we don't really do much. I'm, well, I, I mean, I'm just I've gotten less clumsy, but I, I'm, I've always been like fairly clumsy. Oh yeah, you're a big clumsy ball. I don't think that's a thing either. <laughs> but you are clumsy ball. Um, well, I have a question. Yeah. Regarding a quarterback, do you? Th- or do you think he's going to do what he norm what he's been doing the last few games? That's like get 200 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter, and then just don't throw it the rest of the game. Uh, which which Wait, quarterbacks are you? You've been cutting in and out occasionally. And really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, what? Uh, Philip Rivers. Oh, Rivers. Uh, Philip Rivers. I mean, he's Philip Rivers. It's going to be. I mean, this week I could see it because aren't they're playing the uh, the Cardinals, right? No, they're playing um, the Raiders. Oh, That's they're playing the Raiders. Like That's what I'm saying. Right. of matchups, but he's been getting these juicy matchups going off in the first quarter. Oh man, we're gonna have to. Uh... God damn it, Brian! I'm here. All right, hold on, Brian. I think we're gonna have to. Wait, no, just keep going. Just keep going. Just no, keep going. No one's gonna hear that. All right. Well, all right, he keeps getting these juicy matchups. We think yes, uh, him to Keenan Allen, him to Ty Williams, uh, even him to Mike Williams in the red zone. Oh, Melvin Gordon should get a bunch of touches. Austin Eckler probably even get into the mix, and then they just blow it out in the middle, uh, blow out, blow him out in the beginning, and then just kind of coast to the end. Exactly. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Do you hear me now? Yes. Now I hear you. I mean, okay. I don't think it's anything about like your microphone. I think it's just like the the inter- internet. The internet. It's the internet connection that they're sort of like um, chopping up. Yeah, chopping it up. Sort of losing you on that. Which, Chip, chop. I mean, let's chop cats. Let's chop cats. Um, the, I mean, all right. This Raiders matchup is. This has a very good chance of it being like thirty-five nothing in the third quarter, right? I mean, if the 49ers can put up that many points against the Raiders, then yeah, the Chargers should have no problem just dismantling that defense. I feel like this is a do you have any pride game, Raiders? Like, do you have any pride in your team to actually try I, after getting embarrassed on national television? But I don't think they're good enough. It don't matter. But like, like, they should be good enough not to get blown up by the no. freaking 49ers and yeah. Nick, Nick Mullins, who no one ever heard of before this week. Yeah, but who knows? You know, maybe he's like the next Tom Brady, you know? Come out of nowhere, a guy gets hurt, and all of a sudden, boom, he's like a fucking superstar, you know? There you go. You heard here first. Nick Mullins yeah, is next, Tom Brady. Next Tom Brady. There it is. The next GOAT, I guess. Um, Nick Mullins. Yeah. No, look. The, the Chargers are going to crush the Raiders to the point where they're going to take out Gordon, and they're going to bring in Eckler, and Eckler's yes. going to have two touchdowns. Thank you. Like that's what's going to happen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just hoping. Um, but no, this, this is going to be ridiculous. Um, Tyrell Williams doesn't stop scoring touchdowns, getting big plays. Um, in a week of a lot of buys, maybe Mike Williams is a good fill-in for like that one long. If you want that one lucky long catch, that's what Mike Williams does for you. And um, you know, then Rivers is going to put up 20 points. That yeah, 20, 20 points right? in like the like first like 20 minutes and then nothing. I know. That's but what he's been doing though. So it's like. I know it's frustrating, you, but you like. You want to play him because it's such a good matchup and you know he's going to hit the 20 mark. 
But it's like this guy should be getting 35. Yes, he should. He's having such a good season, such an efficient season. But you know what? 20 points is 20 points. I mean, you know, it was much better than what Kirk Cousins did last week versus the the Lions, right? I mean, it was garbage. He put up like 6.9 points or whatever the hell it was. Like, I'll take 20 from Rivers every week. You know, a steady 20. Alright, yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, sure, who's I gonna talk about? I forgot someone. I got, I would like to talk about, um, what? just really quickly, um, obviously people know this, but continue, even with the Jets, uh, Darnold not playing this week. Herndon. Um, I wasn't gonna talk about Herndon. Ah, okay. Um, I was just gonna talk about their, <laughs> uh, their defense. Um, cause obviously anyone who plays the Bills, mm-hmm. um, you play their defense. So what I was doing in the league was looking for for defenses like weeks 13 through 16 who are playing the Bills. They play the Bills twice. So, yeah. So if you're able to pick up the Jets or you had the Jets, I would keep them. But if you also um, – on Twitter, there was this group of people that were in like a – this guy just asked us and like 40 other people. Okay. Question. Wait. Can I, can I just say that is the most annoying thing? I know. It's a, it's a very anno- it's a very annoying I, – I, I was like, guys, just take me out of this, con- take I know. Us out of this conversation, please. I feel the same way. But then there was this, these two people, um, giving answers, which don't deserve to be giving answers by what they're giving. Boom, roasted. Um, they're just like, oh, you should never have multiple defenses. You should never have multiple defenses on your team. And like, I say, for the most part, yeah, but if you're a playoff team contending and you look your schedule down the road and you know you see these matchups, yeah, and you have the spots because you know, like, your guys are past their buys. You have the good players. You have, like, maybe a couple bench spots, you know, there. Like, grab a defense. Like, the, if you can grab Miami, knowing they're going to play, I think, Buffalo in week 13, fucking grab Miami. Uh, the Lions are playing Buffalo in, like, week 14. Like, just grab a couple defenses that you know have tasty matchups if you're, if you're doing this whole streaming thing. Like, it's, that, that, that's not a bad plan if you have the spots. I am so into the strategy of – I'm so into that strategy. If you get into the playoffs, like you don't need a bench in the playoffs unless somebody gets injured. Exactly. Drop your drop your um, worst three people. Pick up the Jets, Lions, and Patriots Ds. <laughs> once the Jets play them, drop the Jets, pick up a bench guy. Once the Lions play them, drop the Lions, pick up a bench guy, and then end with the Patriots. It, it, just stack them. Just stack them going into the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't get – like, like, why people are like, no, this guy's an idiot, like, for having three defense. No, you're not. Like, you've just prepared yourself for the last four weeks of the season. Your defenses are fucking set. And it's like you said, as long as your guys don't get hurt, you have your lineups perfect the way you want it because there's no more bye weeks. Like, that's just, yeah. it's, that's a, that's a solid strategy. Like, it's, it was a strategy I was actually thinking of doing. In my life. <laughs> so I'm, glad, I'm, I'm kind of upset you outed it. But... I'm sorry. But it's okay. It would bother me when I when I read that stupid thread we're on that I really wish we weren't on because I've I think I've answered one of these guys' questions once and then they just they just, uh, it's really a frustrating. Well, it's just like it's, if it was just all questions, I wouldn't. Mo- oh, it's very frustrating. Uh, but it's just like inane thoughts. Like, oh, I'm thinking about doing this or I could do this, but I'm probably not going to. It's like, this, like, what do you think about this guy versus this guy? I'm like, you guys don't. Have this guy, this guy makes 17 trades a week, or like thinks to make 17 trades a week, because that's all he does. Like, what if I trade this guy for this guy? Oh, this guy's asking me for this. Guy. Like, what what league are you in that like you're getting trade requests like every hour on the hour? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that, you know, that's... he just needs a friend. It sounds like he needs to talk about this with a friend. 
get his thoughts out. Well, he's asking the wrong people because half the time these guys are giving him shit fucking advice. So I just stay out of it. There's a lot of stupid people on Twitter when it comes to uh, fantasy sports. Instead of instead of engaging them and then like you know getting annoyed and starting an argument, I just fucking stay out of it. I'm just like whatever. I just I scroll through it and I just get rid of the number that says how many fucking notifications we have. Um, go back to the Bills and Jets. Uh, all right. Well, actually, the Jets, their defense has. Uh, forced the most three and outs percentage wise in the league. Really? Their offense has also gone three and out percentage wise, percentage wise the most in the league too. Very nice. And I also saw that Which they, is crazy to think about. That they haven't scored on their, uh, touchdown on their first possession, um, in like a real long, it was like the second longest streak in the NFL. I think the Dolphins were number one. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So like they just can't like, Start games off strong, the Jets. Well, defense-wise, they can. Offensively. Offensively. Um, John, you pretty much just, um, like, said the Jets are the most boring team to watch in the NFL. Like, there's not going to be good offense produced against them, and they're not producing good offense. I was going to say, they're, 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 oh, no, they're, they're extremely frustrating to watch. They run the most vanilla, bullshit, bland offense ever. Literally, it's... Oh, let's give it to uh Cinderblocks Crowell for a run up the middle with one guy in the backfield, two receivers out, and tight end. Uh let's give it up to uh Cinderblocks feet Crowell again on on the other side of the A gap. Now it's second and six. Let's try and throw a uh eight yard button hook with three receivers out and everyone else blocking and no movement at all. Like you wonder <laughs> why, like they don't get first downs. Well, look now. Donald has a quote-unquote injury, and they're first gonna, off, they're gonna first off, they're gonna allow someone else off. to play a game, to let him rest for once. Fuck off! You know it's you know it's not a real injury, for, right? Have you seen how many times he's gotten hit? You, but you understand this is like a fake injury. It is to, not, give, to give him a break. First off, it is not a fake oh, injury. Oh, it's such a bullshit injury. You're a fucking bullshit injury. It's such a bullshit injury. <laughs> Faces. Um, you hey, do you know how much trouble they would get in by the NFL if they faked an injury? The Dolphins just got fined like fifty thousand dollars because they didn't uh they listed Ryan Tannehill uh improperly on the practice report. The owner of the Dolphins and the owner of those teams shit out fifty thousand dollars. I'm just saying, like (laughs) if they if they were forcing uh Sam Darnold to uh wear a walking boot for no reason in order to fake an injury for some reason. Yeah, and and like the, the Patriots you say cheat all the time, right? Yeah. And if they got caught cheating, wouldn't they have serious fines? So you're going to tell me teams don't do things illegally, just try not to get caught? Well, that's because the league's covering for the Patriots and they want them to cheat, so it doesn't really matter. Um, all right. Um, I still like the Jets' defense against the Bills, especially... Um, I mean, Josh Allen's probably going to play. I, I don't care. That offense sucks. No more Peterman. Uh, we love Peterman. And by love, I mean we just love talking about him because he's terrible. Um... Let's Wait, see. did they drop Peterman? No, they're, um, Josh Allen's practicing this week. Oh, I'd be sure no more Peterman. He, you think he's gonna go away, but he somehow stays. Yeah, he's, ah, damn it. <laughs> I was gonna pronounce it the same way too. Kakaroch. Uh, we gotta, we gotta get those throw pillows, man. Those yeah. Nathan Peterman throw pillows. Before that, it's like, cool, I'm gonna, I'm, like, you think if you mail them to him, he'll, Autograph it and send it back. It's worth less. <laughs> it's now, it's now, it's now <laughs> been defaced. It's now been defaced. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm guessing since this is just kind of rolling into our start sits, I'll just say uh, a couple. Uh, all right, go for it. I will. First off, uh, I kind of like Larry Fitz this week against Kansas City. If you have some buys going, if, um, you know, you got, I don't know, AJ Green or whatever. They're going to have couple to throw. Buys. They're going to have to throw a lot. They got a bye week to prepare for this right before it. Um, I just, I don't know. I just like Larry Fitz to have a nice workmanlike game. Dust him off. Yeah, dust him off. Exactly. I think I played him one time this season. Um, also, how are we feeling about Sony Michelle against the Titans? Because coming back from an, a knee injury that looked like it was a lot worse, but back in only a couple weeks, uh, Titans have one of the, the better run defenses in the league. I think they're top four or something. And, uh, they did a real good, I mean, the Cowboys kind of went away from him, but they did a pretty decent job against Zeke, I guess. How we, uh, Especially with like James White also there. I mean, James White is fucking beast. He's the guy. I mean, yeah, Michelle. I mean, is, Michelle's looks really good. He looks too. good. Yeah, but James come on, White. You can't. But James White. Michelle. No, I, I. But look, James White is like almost a triple threat. I mean, this guy just does everything, and he does it so Sings, well. Dances, acts. Yeah, but before Michelle got injured, he was scoring twenty points a game. Yeah, like they were both doing really well. I I like. I just think I'm just saying it's a tough matchup. First game back from injury, and I think that's why James White is better suited for this game. Like, to yeah, score but a lot I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, temper my expectations for Michelle for the rest of the year. I think he's mm-hmm. an RB two for the rest of the year. Oh, rest of the year, absolutely. I agree with you. Absolutely. Um, on that offense, he's going to get goal line carries. He's he just looks good. Going to get the carry carries. Yes, yeah. It's not like White has looked like a good running back at all, and I, I don't. Think he he hasn't looked like he can run the ball. Only at goal line carries. For some reason, he's just like is amazing at goal line carries, but he still isn't rushing well. No, he's not at the, all. Not the best game. rusher, but I mean, just the way that offense sort of moves. But look, I'm not. I know, sa- but he doesn't not, get any. Once Michelle comes back, they're going to run it a lot more. They just changed their game plan. I just I but I agree with John. And first week back, if he plays versus tough defense. Rush defense. I think James White is the better, the better play. Um, I would, I would, like you Plan said, both. temper your expectations for Michelle week this week, but going forward, Michelle's the man. So. Alright. Well, they're both the man. I just think they're, they're both, both going to be good. They will. For the rest of the season. I just like James White a lot more this week. Okay. Uh, going on to another running back that, uh, has a very tough matchup and had a, had a bit of a down week last week, I would say. Uh, on Johnson playing in Chicago against the Bears, another really good rush defense. Uh, the Lions just got, um, shit pumped by the Vikings defense, <laughs> defensive line for like 10 sacks. Uh, Matt Stafford's wife even had to like defend him because it was just embarrassing performance all around. <laughs> that was a, that was a, um, a franchise record, right? I think 10 sacks. Yeah. Yeah, second 10-sack game of the season, too. What was the other one? Uh, Ravens and Titans? Wasn't that 11? Was it 11? It was 11. Uh, it was 11. Okay. Yeah, they almost broke the record on that one. I yeah. think they were one away from it. Insane. Insane. Um, so, I mean, how we, I, I mean, just, you can also do the broader question. How are we feeling about the Lions offense? Because Khalil Mack's gonna be back, uh, most likely. Nope. Yeah, fully practiced. Ah, uh, shit. Who's the other guy, um, that the Bears are getting back to? Um, 
not Akeem Hicks. I mean, he's been he's been there. Sure, I forget his name, but they're they're getting back another linebacker or someone. So they're getting Bears are getting healthier. Just how do we feel about the Lions' offense against the Bears? Uh, do we um, put a lot of stock in their first week without Golden Tate and Matt Stafford's first week without Golden Tate in no. a bunch of years? Second week without Golden Tate wasn't there last week. But Tate didn't play last week. What? No, 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 I'm saying last no, year. No, he's saying, do you put stock in last week? Oh, I do absolutely put stock. I think that, uh. So you think it's the trend that we're gonna see for the rest of the year? It's, I mean, this isn't gonna be an easy week for them. I'll tell you that. So. Bears, I mean, Bears pass defense can be had though. Yes, they can. Yeah, susceptible through the air. But if you can get to Matt Stafford, which it looks like you can, um, he may not have time to find these receivers, uh, with Khalil Mack looking healthy, um, it's just gonna. I think he's gonna disrupt a lot in that passing game, and I don't think Carryon Johnson is gonna find a lot of room to run. Um, I just, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the players this week in uh, in Detroit. I think I still play Jones, and if you don't have any better options than Galladay, I think Galladay's got to break out of the slump eventually because he was getting close to 20 points a week for like the first five weeks. Um, yeah, he looked great, great. So, I think he has to eventually. Um, so you can think about playing him, but I'd still play Jones. Jones is definitely more, I, uh, value. I think he's gonna get the, the targets and the receptions. Maybe, but, um, yeah, I don't like Johnson this week. Um, you probably don't have many better options, so, probably gonna end up playing him, but, yeah, Galladay, I think, is a, uh, like, if you have something maybe a little bit better, yeah. then sit him. Also, All right, how about this? Yeah. What about um the guy that might return on the uh, other side of the ball for the Bears? If Robinson plays, do you like him better than both of those Detroit receivers or just one of them? Uh, I mean, I still like, to be honest, not really. I still like Jones better uh, than Robinson, but I like uh, Gabriel, I think, the most. Really? Out of, of all, the, all those, out of players, all those receivers, that's a ridiculous thing I, to say. I think so. Why? I just think he has that ability. Yeah, why? But like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, he's like, what do you have? Like, one good game, sixty yards to combine the past two games. Well, all right. Well, last game you could throw out completely. I mean, they threw twenty passes. They didn't really have to do anything. That's so. the thing. Like that offense, they don't have to rely on the receivers at all. They can swing the ball out to. Tariq Cohen Tariq did nothing. Cohen. Did nothing. It was all Jordan Howard and their defense. Well, that's because it was versus the. Bills. I'm just saying, like, there's a bunch of they don't have to rely but, on the receivers. So there's a bunch of different ways they can win. But I think you they throw you throw out last game because that's that's an outlier. Do you know how many throwout games we've had for the Bears? You throw like first off, don't scream. You, you don't throw, you don't have to yell at me. You, you, you can discuss you, this you in a calm out, way. You throw out any of those games versus the Bills. I honestly, I think, look, I'll put it down right now. I think Tyler Gabriel is going to have the most yards. Okay. Fucking most fantasy points though. I just said most yards. Yeah, well, we're talking about fantasy. All right, fine, here. fine. Well, so who most... cares about most yards? Yeah, all right. So fine, most fantasy points of the four rec- four receivers. Okay, I'm, Tate, s- I'm saying he Galladay. won't even. Trey Burton probably have more points than. I didn't say that. I said Taylor Gabriel. I didn't say that. I said four, saying, he... the four receivers. I'm just saying he won't even have the most points on the Bears. Right. Yeah, I mean he fine. had two. He he was starting to like get people's hopes up. He had two games for over 100 yards in a row. 
One game was with the two touchdowns, so that was nice. But um, besides that, he's been like a 30 to 40 yard a game guy. I still like him. Go. All right, fine. Don't, don't hate on me for it. It's too late, too late for not hating on you. I'm fine. I don't give a shit. Uh, all right. Uh, anyone else you guys, uh, pointed out and curious about or want to talk about? Oh, let's see. Really fast. Uh, no Raiders. Um, on the Packers, what about, uh, MVS? We, uh, he's clear cut number two on that team. That's what they're saying I mean, out of the Packers, at least. I mean, Cobb is – I mean, people thought that he was going to take somewhat of a backseat when Cobb came back, and that didn't really happen. He's still, like, still pretty damn explosive. So, I mean, would you – all right, so if you had this choice, if you had to play him or Marvin Jones, who would you play? Jones. But it's close. I think it's close, right? Yeah, it's close between all those guys, which is funny because on my one team with Sanders on by, I have MVS, Allen Robinson, that's and funny. Kenny Galladay. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> and I think I'm playing all three of them. <laughs> oh, man. So you really have no choice there. <laughs> well, it's a three-receiver league. I have Julio and Sanders. And Sanders is out. So you got so to so hit one of them, right? Yeah, hit one of them or play one on my um, – Flex. Flex. All right. I mean, I think I would sit oh, it was Galladay and Robinson. I'd probably sit Robinson one game back in. Yeah, I'd sit Robinson, too. I might. Yeah, it's Tim or Eckler. But, ooh, I like Eckler this week. Again, they're going to coast right in the fourth quarter, Eckler. But, well, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. No, any other, um, we feeling anything from the Giants 49ers? Solid Monday night clash of a total of three wins. Yeah. What a, t- you know, I know they try hard because they think the teams are going to be better than they are. They clearly can't figure out like what they're going to put on primetime. But man, that really sucks. Like, what a shitty Monday night game we get. I feel like the Giants, the Giants have fooled the the national game schedulers for like three years in a row now. It's, I mean, I knew they. They can stop putting them up on there. Giants and Cowboys every single. They have like three or four every year. Nobody wants to watch the Giants and Cowboys. They've both been such. It's not the 90s anymore. I mean, we need, like, better teams to be on fucking primetime. Like, you're right. No one wants to watch the fucking three-win Cowboys. Or the, yeah, or, we want to watch good games. We don't care about the team names. Yeah, exactly. That even rhymes. I mean, I know <laughs> I know they thought Garoppolo was going to, you know, not be hurt. So maybe the 49ers would look good. But what a shitty Monday night game this far into the season. Yeah. Tommy and Linda are going to it, John. Really? Yeah, they were. They're in. They're in. Uh, on the West Coast right now. Go to Levi Stadium. Pretty cool. Tell them don't get stabbed. Cause... Yeah, well, I said it might be cool. They might get to see. This was like last week. They might get to see Loletta. Of and of course, the stupid shit ass Giants <laughs> still refuse to take Eli out. So let's just waste another year. Let's start next year with him too. See how many years that can be completely wasted. And and watching like. Like stuff on like NFL Network and ESPN, they keep asking people like, "Is this the right move?" And everyone keeps saying, "Yeah, it's the right move to keep playing Eli." <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, why? What? Yeah, we love Eli. Why? Why is it the right move to continue letting him just be like do what he's doing? Like, <laughs> just not score twenty <sighs> points." <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, every single game, they don't have a touchdown until three minutes left. And then in the last three minutes, they either score one or two touchdowns. I mean, they're always down by like 20 points, but it's like, if you took the last, if you took three minutes, last three minutes out of every game, they just wouldn't have a touchdown this year. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Eli Manning's taking the, uh, the garbage pail kid title over from, uh, Blake Bortles. Oh yeah! Oh, well, oh man! I was just talking about who was the garbage pail kid. It's, it's Brian Fitzpatrick. Mm. Ah, ah, he's been great garbage pail. Lately. I know. Like, I mean, like he actually brings teams sort of back into it. But like, it seems like it's garbage time for a while, and then like, boom, 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 and then it's like seven points behind. But like, it seems like it's garbage time. He's like the like the pseudo garbage. Like a weird Brian Pitts puke trick. Would be his. He's still putting up like thirty points a game doing it. He, yeah, he's killing it. I'm saying like it's just crazy. I, mean, I, I, I say the the garbage pail kid title's got to be someone who gets like seventy five percent of their points at garbage time. But I mean, like look at this past week. They were down what thirty five to seven at the half. Yeah. He was looking like complete shit. At some point, he had like he was. I mean, it was like zero for four for negative four yards. He was just like it was so terrible. And then the second half comes down twenty some points. He just fucking rolls in. And fucking put but the, yeah, that was over the entire half, not over like but just, the last five minutes. It just seemed like the game was out of hand, and that's when he just comes alive. Like, yeah, I don't he just know. comes back. Um, all right, anything else? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm good. Brian, Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I guess that means it is time for the boys of the week. See, Anthony didn't put in the sound effect last no, week. No, I totally did. Well, because did you did you listen to it? Yes. There was no place for me to put the sound effect in. For it, it would have sounded just so weird. Would it? Oh, absolutely. I listened to it. I'm like, where the fuck am I putting the sound effect? Like the way it was just because you just sort of rolled into like the boys, and there was no place. It was just it was weird. But oh. yeah, I'm glad you used the sound effect this time. Oh, you're welcome. Although I do miss you doing the uh, also doing the the, the beer fest. Oh, well, well, I'm just gonna get into it. All right, um, let's see. Uh, I, oh, I had Nick Chubb and Paul Richardson Jr. Anthony had DJ Moore and John Brown, and Brian had MVS and Kenny Galladay. Oh, we've all Nick Chubb. We both had one decent. Yeah, Nick Chubb probably wins a few, right? Yeah, the touchdown and the 85 yards has got to get it. I think. Nice. And my DJ Moore pooped the bed. Although he did have like a 28 yard rush or 32 yard rushing play. MVS had a pretty good game. I think it was like three for one oh one. And he also had the um the Kenny Galladay had like oh maybe Kenny Galladay uh steps ahead of Paul Richardson. Yeah, but Nick Chubb to has, pick it up mm, I for think me. As much as I don't want to give John a win because it's you know, usually he just bases it off his own system that he gives himself wins. <laughs> I, I think Nick Chubb gives him completely a win. arbitrary system. But I think I'm very close. It's like a really slight win because Galladay actually had some yardage. He had like 50 yards. <laughs> I still think the touchdown trumps it. With it. One yeah. touchdown trumps uh, 100 it, yards but, and 50 yards. But it was a one touchdown and like almost 100 yard total, right? Like, probably. Scrimmage. I think it was 85 rushing yards, so. I don't know. Look, I want to give it to you, Brian, but I can't. I have to side with, <laughs> I, I have to side with John. On, the, on Nick Chubb. So, All right. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, 
Uh, let's see. Who should I go with first? Alright, uh, my first boy. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, definitely this one. Uh, my first boy is gonna be Duke Johnson. 47. Oh, I was gonna pick him just to <laughs> screw Anthony. <laughs> Were you gonna pick him? No, I, I actually haven't even looked at him yet. I was gonna do a No, I was gonna pull a you, Brian. I have my phone right here. I have no idea who I'm picking right now. Alright, uh, 4700, uh, versus Atlanta. Uh, refound, um, got his swag back, you know. Uh, he's got, he's in that new groove with, uh, Greg Williams at the helm, uh, away from the, uh, um, tyranny like, of, it's, oh, tyranny of, uh, Todd Haley or whatever. Um, he is gonna get, like, 25 rushing yards, maybe, like 20 rushing yards. Maybe, yeah. But he's gonna get six catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. I like it. I like the Duke. Brian's up to you. Alright, my first boy is gonna be Todd Gurley. No, I'm just kidding. Um, my first boy, written down, writes, uh, my trusty writing thing, is gonna be Christian Kirk. Let's go, the Kirkmeister. He's been getting like seven, eight targets a game. Yeah, last week was a Fitz week, and as much as I love to uh, dust off the handy dandy Fitz, and, and uh, I hope he gets another wow. good game. I like Kirk's volume. I think maybe they could both have decent games. Kansas City's defense has been getting better, but I think this is going to be a garbage bail game where fourth quarter is going to look like um, Fitz, Kirk, Dave Johnson aren't doing anything, and they're just going to go into hurry up offense and all get some uh, catches. So I like him for like seven for seventy. All right, not too bad. Not going too high on that uh, prediction. Um, my first. Oh, no, this is this is a very flex <laughs> flexible boy. <laughs> oh man, the best. Um, I'm looking at the Los Angeles Chargers right now, and I'm going to go with get out of here, Austin Eckler. Um, as we talked about earlier, I think the Chargers are going to absolutely decimate the Raiders. Destroy. And at some point in the third or fourth quarter. They're not going to need Melvin Gordon or Keenan Allen or Phil Rivers to do much. So it's going to be a, the Austin Eckler show. And he's going to get himself maybe 30 yards rushing, 40 yards rushing, and another 50 in the air. Um, and possibly catch himself a touchdown. Okay. So I like Eckler for you know about 15 points, 16 points. And that's great for a guy who you know hasn't been doing too much lately. And you know gets you a running back two flash flex spot. Okay. Um I for my second boy, I'm gonna dig real deep into my boy bag. Oh man, you got one of those? Oh yeah. Um <laughs> a boy bag. <laughs> yes. Uh I'm going to go with uh as long as Jameson Crowder doesn't play, I'm going Maurice Harris, thirty nine hundred. Wow. Uh at Tampa Bay. That real shit defense. Uh, he got like 10 catches for like 120 yards against, uh, the Falcons. Yes, the Redskins had to throw a lot, but Tampa Bay's defense is just like 10 levels below the Falcons. Um, so he's probably like roll back to like eight for like, I'll go like eight for 90 or something. As long as he keeps dominating that slot like he did against the Falcons. Um, but. Yeah, Maurice Harris, only 3,900. Very good flex play on DraftKings, if you want. 
Brian. All right. Golden Tate, he's too much of a man, right? He's not. He's a man. He's not a boy. All right, all right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with oh, – um, I'm going to also – I don't have a, a boy bag, uh, but I have some line arounds, and I'm just going to pick one off the floor. I'm going to go D.D. Westbrook against the, the uh, Colts. I think Andrew Luck's going to come out gunslinging a little bit. They're going to have to move the ball, the, uh, the Jaguars to match Luck, who's just been on, on Fuego lately. And, uh, I think they'll have a little more success passing it with Fournette back. The defense is, the defense wants to be a little more honest. And, uh, DD takes the top off of one, gets, uh, like a 40 yard touchdown and maybe something like, uh, 70 yards overall. Also, I don't think we talked about that, but Fournette coming back. <laughs> Totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it is. Yeah, do you play? Do you play Fournette, or do you think he's going to play two series in the first quarter and uh, go out for another four games? This is the Jordan Reed dilemma. Yeah, play him. It's he should be fully healthy, so you kind of want to play him because you don't know how how often that's going to happen for the rest of the year. But there is Carlos Hyden. Just play him. Just DJ play, yelled in there. Just, just play Fournette and be very frustrated when he gets hurt in the second quarter. <laughs> um, my second boy, uh, I lost it for a second. Hold on. He is on the Jets. Ah, you lost your boy. You clearly don't have a boy yeah, back. You, you, you need <laughs> secure, yeah, secure your boys. Well, your boys are just laying on the floor, so you might want to <laughs> yeah, get one too. I know. Um, you need a boy. They're man. not going anywhere. I'm going with the New York Jets. Oh boy, Herndon, and it's not Herndon as much as you always want everything to be Herndon. To be honest, um, they're playing the Bills, and what can you do against the Bills? Uh, Throw to the tight end. <laughs> play defense. Run the ball. I would play to defense. The tight end. And you and I'm actually with uh, Sam Donald's fake injury. They're gonna have uh, McCown back, so I will stab you in the neck. <laughs> and I think that yeah, maybe McGuire is the new name back. You know, it might do it, but I think Crowell's gonna come back. And we had the 200 plus yard game. Uh, dude, that was so long ago. Crowell, he, he, he has like 60 yards combined. After don't, that. Exactly. So no one expects it. That's why he's back to being a boy. And now he's going to turn himself into a man after this game where he gets 100 plus yards and a touchdown first <laughs> to Bills. That's right. It's Crowell's back. I just. No uh, boy back could hold Crowell down. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just. The Jets offense is so predictable. I just. I, this is this is going to be like nine six or like he's going to break off three. like a seventy yard run versus terrible yeah. run D. It's going to happen. What are the Jets favored in that game? Because I know they're favored. They have to be favored, right? I mean, they're, they're playing. They're playing in Buffalo. No, they're playing, they're playing home. Oh, they're even better. Oh man, they're obviously they're favored. Oh yeah, even better. Oh, did I not list for Herndon? John, when are you going to pick Herndon? Like, what's going on? Yeah, here? every fucking week you give a shit because Herndon. Well, because I have like I have Hooper in two of my leagues and Jordan Reed in my other league. So, but what does that mean about like picking him as your boy? That has nothing to do with boys. Like, you have a bag full of boys, and obviously he is not one of them. Just saying, what are you doing? What are you? Then they're six and a half uh, favorites. They are six and a half favorites. So basically, the over under is thirty six and a half. So they're basically three, three and a half. Favorites. Ga- they're expecting <laughs> this game God, to be in the teens. It's gonna be fourteen 
ten, like something like that. I would go over just because I have uh, faith in McCown to do a little something. Yeah, then coming through like no one's gonna expect McCown. You know he can he could sling it, and especially if Anunwa and uh, Anderson are healthy. He slings. He's a slinger. He is definitely a slinger. That jaw, that's a slinging jaw. Oh, he slings for sure. So. I know for a fact he doesn't sling. He, did, he doesn't even masturbate. Oh, fuck that. He slings like crazy. He's not like a Mark Wahlberg. How do you know? Because he's like a very, he's part of a very anti-masturbation like, uh, yeah. organization. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg is part of that. I don't know if you know. What? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg says he doesn't masturbate. Wait, what are you talking about? Is he like a Mormon or something? No, it's just like, um, like something either like born again or like some like oh, it's some really? like religious thing where like they just don't masturbate. Oh, I don't think Mark Wahlberg thing is religious. I just think he says he just doesn't masturbate. He's just how are you supposed to trust this guy? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it is no nut November, so maybe like that like other players are um what the fuck are is not no used nut to it, but he's used to it. So like that gave <laughs> him that... no nut November. That's new this year, right? What the fuck is that? No, I, I I've seen it around uh circles like Twitter circles before. What the really? Fuck is, what? This is the first year I've heard of it. Never heard of no uh, nut. All over November. um social media now. Yeah, it. I mean, it, re- it no no November really um busted its nut into the popularity of. You tried too hard with that one. Okay, um, they really um, exploded. Yeah, it really exploded. If you say all over the, um, <laughs> that's a little better. Um, that's uh, that's really stupid. Uh, no nut November. I don't like it at all. <laughs> did Did you see the um, the best one so far was the video? I think Barstool had it on what? the other day of a kid in class uh, had to do a poem, and he did a poem about no nut November. Oh my <laughs> and it god! Really. And the class was just like losing it. And the teacher had no clue what was going on. <laughs> yeah. I was about a squirrel. <laughs> uh, um, well, I know it. Now I know the name of this fucking episode. But yeah, so yeah, so uh, <laughs> since Josh McCown never is no nut for, for forever, um, he has a natural November. Maybe that's his thing. Oh only shit! Oh. So that's why he's gonna fucking be slinging it. Well, no, I would say he has a natural advantage because all the other players would be up to, or, or would be wound too tight and up all night because they can't fall asleep, and they will be uh, drowsy on the field. No, but that's why he's gonna be on point because he's finally gonna get all that like frustration out. Boom, and now he's fucking clear headed. Like if you know, you know what happens after you fucking do that. You're you know, all- there's a Japanese word for that. Clear eyes, really? full hearts, can't lose. Yeah, like like the ten minutes after. Really, there is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know offhand, but because I just know it there definitely is. is like a Shame? ten minute. Is that what the word is? What? what? Shame? Shame? No, <laughs> no, man, you feel clear headed, like you're fucking like there's nothing that can stop you at that point, or either that or you just want to go right to sleep. Like there's there's two feelings. That's what I at least what I know is you either want to go right to sleep or you just fucking you're straight clear headed. So never shame, never shame. Okay, all right. <laughs> Maybe I gotta reevaluate. <laughs> um, I think that's it for this episode, right? Yeah. Sure. Want me to want me to send this home, or you got it? What? Oh, um. Yeah, I mean, also just uh, post Halloween thing. Heath bars are very underrated. Like Heath bars. Oh, I thought you were telling people to post Halloween things. Oh uh, no 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 no. Um, we got like a, I I bought a variety bag and it had Heath bars in it. I don't think I've had a Heath Bar in forever, except in Blizzards. They're not bad. But Heath Bars are very underrated. You know what I, you know what I actually found? Uh, so Brooklyn got a lot of candy, obviously. Yes. Um, 
a candy bar I haven't had in a really long time that I really love. What? 100 grand. Oh, that's like Lauren's favorite candy. I fucking love 100 grand. That's like, but you don't. What? That's like getting a jackpot if you get it because you don't see it. I've maybe had like three in my life. That's what I'm saying. Like there was there was too many hundred grand bars. I fucking snatched them shit up immediately. Done. Yeah, Brooklyn doesn't know anything about them. She don't well because she don't like that kind of candy. She likes only like 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 chocolate. Like she doesn't like anything like with it right now. So like with it. No, she she likes baby. Tyler's are dumb. Like she don't. Yeah, she don't like caramel. She don't like peanuts. Like she likes Hershey bars. Like straight uh, up just chocolate. plain chocolate. Yeah, so like I'm reaping the benefits by grabbing hundred grand bars and fucking Snickers, and uh, she finally just started liking uh, things with like peanut butter in them. So like Reese's mm. are now I can't like just see all the Reese's peanut butter cups. Ah, uh, that's a shame. She yeah. bought home. Uh, this is my favorite candy, and it's not even close. She bought home a. Fa- I don't know if you ever got a family pack of M and M's. It's like. Is it just They're like gigantic. all the different different types of M&M's no, no, in one? No, it's just a giant. It's like king size. Oh, yeah. Like a giant, okay. massive yeah. bag, yeah. Which one? Um, she brought brought home one of Reese's M&M's or peanut butter M&M's. Oh, oh they're oh, so yeah. good. Peanut butter and, M&M's are great. And uh, she got it. I guess somebody in her class gave it to her in um, where, she teach, where she works. And I ate it in a day and she was like, oh, I can't believe you did that. I was like, I told you I have no impulse control with – Peanut butter M and M's, like that's the one candy. No impulse control. If it's in front of me, I'll just keep eating it. It's, I can't do it. It's funny because you think Reese's Pieces would have like the better peanut butter, but peanut uh, peanut butter M and M's by far are better. Oh yeah, opinion. not even close. Like there's so good. we have a bowl of those and mixed with the peanut M and M's, and it's just fucking. It's amazing. Pretzel M and M's don't get enough respect. Oh, They're fantastic. I like those too. as well. Oh yeah, they are very good. But peanut M and M's. Yeah. Oh god, they're so good. They completely wiped away Reese's Pieces, pretty much. Oh yeah, Reese's. Pieces. What's the point yeah. of having Reese's Pieces? Reese's Pieces, <laughs> they don't have like the same like outer crust. I feel like it's like too thin of a chocolate crust. But they're also really thin. Like I feel like with the the peanut butter well, M&Ms, you get like more. You get like a nice glob. Peanut oh butter. yeah. So it's just it's and the peanut. Nice bu- I don't know, it's just good. Really fucking good. Favorite candy, hands down. Wow. That's 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 bold. It's a bold statement. Yeah, it's not even close for me. I I don't think it's close. I mean, love Snickers, love Twix, love Reese's eggs. Um, see I'm that? more of a I'm a chocolate guy, as you could see, above like uh, sugary candies. If I, mm-hmm. I if I had to pick like between like two chocolate candies, I really like the best. Um, it's probably between a hundred grand and the Take Five. Take Fives are really good. Take Five. What about a Fast Break? Holy oh, shit! I haven't the, heard the, the, that the Reese's forever. fast breaks. Those yep. were, those were really good too. Those are really fucking good. Even the Snickers peanut butter squares were really fucking good. Well, I, I bought these because I never seen them before. But it was butter Butterfinger cup Reese's cups. Oh, how are they? They yeah. were pretty good. To be honest, it was a weird it was a weird mixture. Not that much peanut butter, but it was still enough to like where you're like, oh, it's a solid. Cup. I very rarely eat a peanut uh, Butterfinger, but when I do, I always like. I'm like, oh man, I forgot how good these fucking are. Yeah. Like they're I, really good. I think- what we're figuring out in this conversation is that it's turf wars is good for candy. Like when a one candy steps on another candy's turf, good things happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, ma- it mm-hmm. makes the other people step up. Yeah, more turf wars in candy, please. <laughs> okay. So going from no nuts to all nut candy, uh, that will do it from for us. Uh, we're Fantasy Lens. It is uh, at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter. Uh, just like search fantasy ones wherever, scroll past the eye contacts, we're there somewhere. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, scroll past the icon. Dude, it's amazing how many crazy cosplay, fantasy, uh, eye contact lens companies really there are. Really didn't take that into account when we, when I, when, uh, we thought about did this. Did not, so, did not um, know anything about that world. <laughs> so we are, um, we have fantasy lens podcast. We are about fantasy football, not, uh, contacts for your that eyes. That was a, that was an oversight. <laughs> <laughs> that so, was, a, that was an oversight in our part. Yes. Yeah, uh, we didn't realize how, um, Strong, the world of cosplay was <laughs> a much bigger community than we expected. Um, but yeah, we're Fantasy Lens, so like literally, like like John said, search Fantasy Lens podcast or Fantasy Lens Fantasy Football on Google, and you will find us. And we are at Fantasy Lens Podcast at Gmail dot com. In case you would like to email us any questions or comments about anything, what's your favorite fucking fo- uh, candy? Who knows? Do you know? Do you do know not November? I never heard of it. Maybe you don't know. I, November. I, I think, no, I don't, no, I don't no, think, no, I don't think, no, no, don't email us. About don't email me. I don't think, I don't think anyone actually does. I think it's just like a, like an internet joke. All right. But maybe there are people who don't not November. Um, uh, text, uh, find Brian on, uh, on Twitter and let him know. Oh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I thought you were going to say like, give out phone numbers. <laughs> just find Brian, uh, on right, Twitter so, and then, uh, yeah, so just text 9083. No. <laughs> Oh God, please. Um, but alright, uh, yeah, so we're done this week and we will see you, what, week 11? Shit, man. God, this, God damn, damn, it's going too fast. Um, enjoy your week and we'll see you next week.